This is this is this is the Bottom Bends podcast. Oh yeah! Hello and welcome back to the Bottom Bends podcast and to this week in football. And we have a very um, well, really, a, a topic in football this week that has stirred much debate online. It's stirred much debate within uh, the footballing communities, um, and it is the blue card, which is set to to be trialled in football um, over the, the next number of weeks with the possibility of it actually entering into professional football really from, from next season. Now, if any of you are Gaelic football fans, um, I know a lot of our audience base is from Ireland, and if you follow uh, the Gaelic football, you will know of the black card. And this blue card is, is fairly similar, and it's kind of like a, a sin bin. Um, essentially is what we're going to be adding into the game. Oren, a lot of criticism has come from this decision um, and a lot of criticism coming from the footballing community saying making statements such as the game is slow enough as it is today. Um, Tactically we've slowed the game down. It's not as gung-ho as it used to be and now this is going to be possibly another element that's going to slow the game down even further. So I'm just wondering from your perspective is this the right thing for football? Is this the wrong thing for football? In my opinion, it's the wrong thing for football. I don't think they need it at all. You know, we've got a yellow cord and a, and a red cord. Just make do with what's been in the game for years and years and years. What What's the point in bringing this in? Um, as you said, it's only going to slow the game down. You know, people like Casemiro get a yellow cord for doing absolutely nothing. If you look at that Villa game, didn't touch Matty Cash, get a yellow cord. You know, if the blue cord's introduced, Casemiro... Same fella could be out for 70 minutes of the 90 minutes. If it's like a recurrent thing, if, if they are bringing in this blue cord thing, how are they going to monitor that? Is it going to be, you can get multiple blue cards per game? Is it so many blue cards equal a yellow? So many blue equal a red? It's just, there's so much, it, it came out of the blue, this statement, and there's so many questions that could be asked about it. I just think it's absolutely ludicrous, to be honest. VAR isn't even working, so why would you bring in some stuff that, you know, is unknown and going to cause more controversy, going to leave teams with 10 players on the pitch and nine players on the pitch perhaps, just doesn't make sense. Them 10 minutes, you know, anything could happen in them 10 minutes. Sure, we're looking at VAR decisions now, look at the World Cup in the last year as well. Added time is becoming 9, 10, 11, 12 minutes every single game. It's becoming a new normal. So I just can't see it being good for football. I think if they do trial it, It'll be gone in a couple of weeks because of that much controversy with it. Yeah, I and I, I would be of the exact same viewpoint as yourself, Warren. I, I think why complicate something that can already at times be quite complicated, you know, when we're trying to decipher now you know, we, we sit down most weeks in the podcast and we try and decipher, you know, if there's been a red card, we try and decipher, well, what's a yellow card tackle? What's a red card tackle? What's a yellow card offence? What's a red card offence? And sometimes the lines very blurred, so Within these blurred lines, then we're going to have to add another facet, which is, well, what's a blue card offence? And, you know, we see players, and you've highlighted one there, Owen Casemiro, just as an example. You know, I can think of numerous other midfielders in the Premier League who do like to rack up fouls before they're actually carded. So, you know, it does beg the question, do we see scenarios where specific players get targeted with blue cards? You know, let's say Casemiro after three fouls made rather than a yellow card, he receives a blue card and receives a sin bin for 10 minutes. You know, it is very convoluted, very difficult to, to kind of wrap the head around. Connor, look, football football has evolved quite a lot, really, even from when, when we were children, you know, the likes of VAR being introduced, goal line technology. And look, in most cases, those things do help the game. 
goal line technology especially it came in around a period when we were seeing a lot of ghost goals being given or you know goals that should have stood actually not be given because there wasn't a clear enough technology that could rule that it was a goal or not could you foresee any way in which a blue card comes into football and actually impacts the game positively? Because I do want to try and look at this from both sides of the argument. So is there any way you see a blue card being introduced and perhaps it positively affects the game? Well, you know, maybe it'll stop as much dissent, as much, you know, fouling. I, I don't know. For me, I agree with you guys. I don't think it's it's good for football at all. I think it's just going to you know, make the game longer, you know, it's going to make the referee's job a lot harder. I think a yellow yard for dissent is, is more than enough. Um, you know, even like the way the goalkeepers are, aren't exempt from it. Uh, I was reading about it today. I was like, the goalkeepers can get the blue card. And then if you sub that goalkeeper off for the other goalkeeper, that goalkeeper has to stay in the rest of the game. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's two blue cards for a red and a yellow and a blue gets you a red as well. Uh, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. All the managers are opposed to it. Uh, you know, it's a bit like the Gaelic, as you said. You know, it just slows the game down, and teams are going to then, you know, play more defensively. They're going to slow the game down. They're going to foul more. You know, we see it with the black yard and the Gaelic. Teams just waste time. Boys will be going down with injuries because uh, it'll be a running clock. So I, I just can't see it working at all. Uh, the only positive maybe is, you know, the dissent will stop, but I, I don't think it'll ever stop in football. And even like the UEFA president came out and said it just doesn't make any sense. So I don't think it'll ever happen in the Premier League or in the top leagues. I know they're going to trial it maybe. They're talking about FA Cup or the Women's FA Cup, but I just can't see how it's going to work because the referees are already struggling with VAR. With even like we've seen some brutal decisions this year. How are they going to, you know, how's it going to help them to get a blue card? I, I just don't understand how it's going to benefit the game of football. Yeah, no, listen, I, I, I'm in complete agreement with, with everything you've said there, Connor. Or and really, that, that is the main reason why they, they're they looking to introduce the, the blue card is to protect officials and to, to protect those who are trying to officiate the game. Um, look, we have seen instances this season where, where referees have received quite a bit of abuse, both on the pitch, both off the pitch, on social media, whatever it might be. But, you know, do you see a blue card as that much of a deterrent against the likes of dissent, or do you feel what is already in place is probably deterrent enough? I think it's deterrent enough. I, I can't agree anymore with what with what Dorman said there. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the point in overcomplicating things? And as I said already, the amount of questions that could be asked. Like, if you look at other sports that have simbins, and the one that just comes to my mind, I know you've been talking about Gaelic. I'm I'm thinking about ice hockey, right? So if you get a sim bin for 10 minutes, you have to just sit there. Do you know what I mean? Is that going to be the same for football? Or, like, for example, if Casemiro gets one of these blue cars and it's 10 minutes, does he have to go onto the bench and just sit there for 10 minutes? Or can he stay warmed up? It's an adrenaline game, football, especially if it's a high-paced, you know, high-intensity game, such as, a, a say, a crucial Champions League game, like on, like what's on the night test, the second leg of one of these, uh, of one of these games in the Champions League. And um, Rodri goes off for the last 10 minutes in Copenhagen or drawing with Man City. You know, is he allowed to stay warmed up because he's, he's a crucial player? Or say Holland, he's, he's, he's a crucial player. He's definitely going to come back on. They're not going to sub him off just for the sake of that 10 minutes. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me in, in the slightest. And I don't know who came up with the idea to just put it into the Premier League, especially considering everybody's opposed to it. Um, and as, as Connor said, do you think it'll ever come into the leagues and the top leagues? No, we don't, to be 100% honest.
Yeah, no, listen, whoever created it would seriously need to give their head a wobble because it is a it is a foolish idea, to be completely honest. And look, we're not trying to, you know, have a go at anybody or, or you know, try and take away from somebody who is trying to positively impact the game, but it, it, it is a bit of a ludicrous idea, to be completely honest. Connor, just while we're on the on the chat about, you know, the likes of Blue Jards and rules that may come into football, um, is there anything that's glaringly obvious to you within the game at, at this present moment in time that you think could be corrected? Now, I know we constantly talk about VAR maybe needing reworked or, or rejigged, but is there anything else in your mind that you can think of that you think... Well, rather than a blue card, why don't we change this aspect of the game? Well, I think I think the yellow card coming in for the descent is, you know, was the right decision, you know. But it's hard to hard to know. I, I think the big one for me, and it's going to be VAR related too, is the one where the referee makes the on field decision, and then goes gets told to go to the monitor, and then he changes his decision. Because I've seen actually in Scotland there, Neil Warnock was actually given a bit of praise because the referee went and didn't change his decision. I actually like that that just because his uh, his mate saying, oh, look at this angle, look at this angle. You know, the referee made the decision on the field. You know, it should be something really bad for him to have to change it. I, I think that has to come in because any time you see a referee go to the monitor in the Premier League, you know he's changing his mind or he's given a penalty that he didn't think was a penalty. And a lot of it's, it is weird. Um, I think I think it, in the sport, you know, I, I get the blue card maybe because they're trying to stop cynical fouling like they did with the Gaelic I understand that because they keep bringing up the Saka you know Chiellini they could probably look at that but I don't think it, there's nothing I can think of like glaringly bad I think it is just the way VAR is being used um, which is which is poor but I, I just don't think the blue card it makes any sense yeah, no, look, I completely, completely get it, completely get it. Or, and again, just sort of uh, the same question to yourself, you know, we're seeing chat online, even people saying, you know, the five substitutes was introduced during COVID. People actually would like to see it reduced back down to three and saying that it'll make managers really kind of earn their money a wee bit more because they have to be a little bit more selective with their substitutions. Again, something similar is, is there anything that you see within the game currently that you think maybe that could be addressed? As Connor said, it's, it's just VAR related. The only thing I would say on top of what Connor said is um, the offside system. You know, we've seen some very successful offside systems in terms of what the league has got and what they had in the World Cup. It stops any debate among fans. It stops this ref watch thing that's on Sky Sports, which you see every single week, and they just talk absolute dross about all. Oh, as I said about United's goal, well, Casemiro was offside, he impacted the play. He didn't touch the ball, so he absolutely did not impact the play, and he didn't impact the Aston Villa's defenders because they should have been ready to head the ball no matter if Casemiro was jumping for it or not. This offside system, I'm not sure if it's in the Champions League. I think it's in the Champions League, I'm not sure, but it, it was definitely in the, in the World Cup and it's definitely in the Liga. You know, it shows, well, this, this part of the body was offside, this, his toe was offside, you know, even the slightest of margins, it automatically shows it. It stops any, you know, um, perspective from these referees sitting in VAR watching it. It stops any of that there. It just, you know, it's an automatic decision. It shows it. The fans can see it. The fans on the ground can see it. There's no clear debate on it. That's it. You know, it's done. That's it. So why don't they bring that into the top leagues, especially Premier League football? It's the best league in the world, and it's got some of the worst officiating. It, it just doesn't make sense. But, uh, again, I can't stress enough this blue cured thing is... It's ludicrous. 
Yeah, no, and I, I do like the way you said that, Oren, because that's something that we consistently say on this podcast as well, you know, for being the best football league in the world, the standard of officiating is really subpar. And I, I think, you know, refereeing in the Premier League in general could do with an overhaul and um, trying to pick specific things. And I'll probably put you on the spot without questions, uh, without question, lads, but um. I, I, it's maybe not even specific things as such. It could be the whole system could do with a rejig, and if we're being completely honest, maybe better training for referees and just overall better clarification on on the rules of the game and you know what's deemed a foul, what's deemed an offence, what's deemed as dissent, what's not. You know, I think it could all sort of be be looked at and possibly reworded but that's going to do it for for this episode folks and if you haven't already check out our review of uh, Manchester United against Aston Villa in the Premier League and as always thank you so much for listening and keep it bottom bins keep it bottom bins keep it bottom bins